All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Vince Tropea. As I mentioned before the break, we're in studio today with Lanny Hamilton, the veterinarian, and Cindy Seimer, the board member for Lander, Spay, and Neuter. Uh, they do amazing work here in the Lander community. Uh, we got to chat with them. Uh, uh, we got to chat with uh, Lanny a little bit last year about uh, some of the uh, endeavors that you've had uh, hunting down all of the animals that you have here because we do have a pretty serious feral cat problem uh, here in Lander specifically. But uh, before we get into all of that, how is everybody doing this morning? Great, Vince. Thanks. Really good, Vince. Thanks. Well, just thanks again to both of you for taking the time to chat with me today because I know that uh, this is uh, 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 keeps you busy. Uh, I know <laughs> your eyes just got very big, Ellen. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, too, uh, for any of our listeners who might not know, just give us some background information on uh, Lander Spay and Neuter, when you guys started and why you saw the need or why uh, the group saw a need to, uh, to begin it in the first place. We started Lander Spay and Neuter um, because of the overwhelming need, basically. I've been a vet here for 30 years, um, and some of the most heartbreaking situations are when people have a ton of animals and no ability to pay for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, a friend of mine told me about Challenge for Charities, and I was like, yeah, 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 I'm too busy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for a while. And then I took her more seriously, and... Um, I got some people together, a small board, and we joined Challenge for Charities, formed Lander Spay and Neuter specifically to deal with lower income people who need assistance, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, getting their animals fixed, and then the homeless population. And it's a big population. I'm estimating 3,000 feral cats in Lander. Currently right now. Yeah. Wow. And those are just the ones that you, that you know about. The, that is an estimate. An estimate. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm sort of a scientist, but I have no basic scientific way to measure that. But we're in this a year and a half now. We've done about 400 animals. Wow. 350 feral cats and then assisted people with a, another 50. Um, mostly cats, not a couple dogs are in there. Um, and one of the ways the game and fish estimates population size is when they go look at elk, they estimate how many, they, they can make a population estimate based on how many collared elk there are. Okay. 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 So my way of estimating is how many cats am I catching that I've already done? So I just did a 15-cat trapping, and I caught five I've already done. Okay. That's a third of the population uh -huh, uh -huh. that's already done. But last August, I did one with 27 cats and caught one that I'd already done. So that isn't a very good ratio. <laughs> no, it's a, but uh, why why is it such an issue in this area, do you think? I mean, you obviously don't have all the answers, but uh, based on what you've seen. I think there are multiple reasons Number one, we have no cat ordinances in the town. Okay. None. We don't have animal ordinances. In, in other words, how many animals can you have in your house? There's no laws for that. There's no cat catcher. Um, and then we've had a bunch of mild winters, not this winter. Right, right, but leading up winter, to it. Leading up to it, we had a bunch of mild winters. 
Um, and so I think that increased their survivability. Mm-hmm. I also think that people do not like to see starving animals on the street. No, no. And, that's I mean, in everyone's heart's in the right place. Absolutely. You hear that phrase, but at the same time, it's 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 contributing to uh, to that population growth. Yeah, it contributes to the population growth, but it's sort of a humanitarian issue, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the there's another thing. People in the past have tried to kill the cats, mm-hmm. which then people get upset about that. And, you know, there's bypass things that happen like you get someone's cat. Right. Because you don't know that right. that cat is not a homeless cat. And if there's an available food source, and it's not just people putting food out for the cats. It's the dumpster behind Gannett Grill and mm-hmm. people's trash cans and, you know, I don't know, things that get hit on the road. They can eat that. Um, they eat bread. They eat all sorts of things. Um, and, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Well, well no, you're <laughs> fine, too, because I, I do have that question. You know, what What are some of the uh, the issues oh, okay. that, that was, come up and arise when um, uh, this kind of issue goes unaddressed? When there's a food source, there's enough cats around that a cat will come in and move into the territory. Uh, cats are territorial. So that if there's cats there, they will defend their territory. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I've heard it. Uh, yeah, yeah you've heard I, cats <laughs> chasing each other. No, yeah, I, in the area where I live, uh, that's the I, I have an I am attached to an alley too. So every once in a while, my my dog and I hear it. So and it's yeah. it's not a pretty pretty thing to hear or to see. Yeah, they will defend their territory. So the um, the premise of trap, neuter, and release is what we're doing, is that the resident cats in an area will keep other cats from going in. And it's just a matter of getting ahead of the curve. Okay. Me getting ahead of the curve. So in areas where I've trapped more heavily, for instance, Second Street on the south side, Riverside Apartments, mm-hmm. um, that area, I am catching cats I've already done. Okay. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and there are other areas where I haven't hit as hard and the population of cats I haven't done is higher, but there's only one of me. Right. <laughs> we right. are trying to expand and potentially get some, another vet interested in helping out. Um, and then we'll, our capacity can go up and then we can maybe address bigger areas Right. I mean, it's sheer uh, ha- having more numbers is only going to help this kind of situation. Yes. But I, I feel encouraged. I, I'm giving our program five years to really understand if we're going to be able to make a difference. I'm really hope. I think we've made a difference in certain areas. Right. No, yeah. Definitely. We've already started to make a difference. But yeah. to see that that's bigger, substantial difference that you want. Yeah. Like citywide. Yeah. Like, wow. We are hearing about a lot less kittens this year. Good. Good. Which is good. Um, not that they're not out there. <laughs> right. Well, I, so yeah, I did want to ask that though. Um, what are some of the issues that do arise if these types of issues don't go addressed? Uh, so, I mean, if, if you're not out there helping with the spay and neuter, uh, what happens if the population of the feral cats continues to grow? What are some like health concerns for not just the cats, but for people? Well, there's a number of concerns. Um, one is any kind of communicable disease like rabies or toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's an unwarranted number of cats in an area, they poop and <laughs> and pee. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I hear about that all the time. People are so frustrated with cats 
pooping and peeing in their gardens or in their lawns. And their cats are actually carry uh, worms, right? That right. can be um, dangerous for children. Okay. If they play in the feces. And, you know, kids don't know the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, we'd be afraid of a rab- rabies outbreak. But mm-hmm. um, that... It's not a huge issue here. There are rab- rabies is around, but cats are the least, especially feral cats. They don't really leap up and bite you. Right, they right. They mostly hide from you. Um, and, yeah. So, and you know that game. You know. <laughs> yes, I know that game. <laughs> you know that they try to hide. <laughs> they do try to hide, which makes catching them kind of hard. But, and then, the sh- you know, just the overwhelming response I get is people complaining about, just the numbers of cats mm-hmm. and how upset they are to see them suffer. Well, and and one of the good things though is that uh, you're working with Challenge for Charities now, and you're working with them again this year, correct? Yes. So describe that process. Uh, what are you guys looking for this year and getting the word out, uh, other than in things other than things like this? Um, well, we just hope for donations through Challenge for Charities because they are the most wonderful organization on the planet, <laughs> at uh, least one of them. Yeah, they're doing amazing. They're and, doing amazing uh-huh. things for this community, and they're allowing small groups like us to actually make a difference. And they, you know, they match the money we raise from, what is it, May 1st through July 10th, I think. That's a good chunk of time. It's so a the, good chunk all of the time. money that you raise for Challenge for Charities for the Lander Spay and Neuter, they're going to be matching. Yeah, they match it, and um, it depends on how much money they raise. But then we have a big ceremony in August and get a check with our um, allocation of the yeah of the donations we get specifically for Lander Spay and Neuter mm-hmm. through Challenge for Charities, and then their matching amount. And, and that's it's always ca- like Christmas. I've been there it before like covering Christmas. that event. Uh, you <laughs> see all the big smiles on everybody's faces. It's it's uh, yeah. something, something special, that's for sure. And you know your project is funded for another year. And I've been really amazed at people's support for us. Like people that are not wealthy giving us $5 a month. And, you know, uh, wealthy people contributing contributing a lot more just because they care about animals and they mm-hmm. really want to help clean up the problem. Um, and so I just think Challenge for Charities or the Lander Community Foundation is exceptional. And they give us all these um, instructional things, uh, how to be, we became a nonprofit, a full on nonprofit. And that's in huge. November. Having someone be able to guide you through yeah. those kinds of things. So it doesn't <laughs> slow you down. And yeah. 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 Grant, grant writing, um, fun, they sponsor all these little community events. We're doing a street fair and people come by and just ask questions about how we, you know, go about it. Yeah. Tell us about their cats. Um, and then I think one of my favorite parts, I have to talk about Snowball. Please, yeah, I want to hear about Snowball. People say that once a cat is in a trap, they won't go back, except for Snowball. (laughs) (laughs) Snowball's this really unusual-looking cat. He lives near Cindy. And I just caught one of Snowball's sons the other day. Looks just like Snowball, um, except he was not neutered. Um, And uh, anyway, every time he gets in a trap, he just looks at me and says, well, Tuna fish would be better this time. <laughs> I don't want just regular old cat food. <laughs> They're just funny. That's hilarious. You got to keep uh, 
keep on your toes because of snowball. Totally. <laughs> Uh, now, if people want to stay uh, up to date uh, with everything going on with Lander Spay and Neuter, uh, do you guys have a website, Facebook page, social media, those kinds of things? How can people stay in touch? We have a Facebook page and an Instagram account that I just learned about, but I don't know about Instagram. Um, and it's Lander Spay and Neuter. And uh, we have a board member that posts a little informational thing about how to watch for ear notches because we ear notch every cat that we do so that right. you can identify them. Right. Um, how to look for ear notches, how to take care of them in the cold, how to feed them, all sorts of information. She posts every Friday on our Lander Spay and Neuter Facebook page and the Instagram account. And um, that's about what we do. And when it's time for, uh, right now the uh, donation period's open, how can folks donate to you guys specifically for Challenge for Charities? They can donate to Challenge for Charities, but they have to write down on their check that it's for land or spay and neuter. Okay, great. Yeah. And well, that, yeah. Uh, just thanks again for both of you coming in today and uh, filling us in on all the amazing work that you're doing. Was there anything else that either of you wanted to get out uh, to our listeners and eventual readers? One of the contributing factors to the overpopulation of feral cats in Lander um, is that if you take a pair of cats, a boy and a girl, mm -hmm. and you let them reproduce and you let all their children reproduce, in seven years you'll have 400,000 cats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, of course, if everyone survives – if there's a litter of four every time, right, right. That's but let's the even let's, let's, let's even take a one fourth of the perfect. Exactly. It's still a hundred thousand <laughs> cats. That right. And wow. That's twenty or thirty thousand per year. Wow. So um, the and it's really interesting that the whole trap neuter release program is uh, really quite controversial, actually. Um, not controversial in that it's bad, but people want to get rid of the cats faster. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? They want the population to reduce faster, and other methods have not worked. And it's sort of a combination, education, ordinances, um, spay and neuter, uh, having people keep their own cats inside, have, making... Uh, ordinances so that people have to spay and neuter their cats. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. New Zealand has a horrible problem with feral cats. Really? Yeah. And it's an island and they're going around eating all the mongooses or whatever's there and, you know, destroying the native populations. So they're seeing what happens when it goes unchecked for too yeah. long. Oh, and I was going to say another adverse event is how many birds get eaten by cats. Yeah. That's yeah. a huge issue all over America. They say that the decline in songbirds is in part due to the numbers of feral cats around. Mm -hmm. So we can't, with our group, we can't say we're going to reduce the numbers of cats that quickly. We return the cats so they can still eat the birds, but there'll be less cats. Right. Over, yeah. Over it's, time. It's, it's, it's the long, the long game. The it, long yeah, game. Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. And so... Anyway, well, I guess the other thing is people do trap and remove feral cats from Lander. They take them. I think some of them are disposing of them. Some of them are dumping them out in the country. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really help the people in right, the country. Right, right. Um, but please, 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 if you see an ear notch cat, leave it in town. 
Yeah. Because that cat cannot reproduce and it will keep the other cats away. People have a really hard time believing that uh, concept. Um, people really think, even the police department thinks, if you remove cats, no other cats will come back. But that is simply not true. Yeah, you're seeing it firsthand. I'm and seeing then, it firsthand. Well, and then like you said, too, uh, uh, that's how you m- mark when you've uh, when it, when a cat has been spayed or neutered is, is with the ear mark, correct? The so ear that, notch. That, that's that's the the notch is the thing to look for. Yep the the tip of the ear is removed, so the top of the ear is flat, and then there's a little notch on the inside of the left ear. Okay. But uh, man, <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> those are uh, huge numbers. So something definitely that uh, uh, we can't ignore. Yeah, hope not. And we've received tremendous support so far. So if anybody's listening, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And yeah, thank you to Challenge for Charities uh, for for matching those donations for right now going into what was that date again? From uh, May 1st. So you can do it now. Yeah, from now through? July 10th, I believe. July 10th. And you give to the Community Foundation and just put Lander Spay and Neuter in the As your selected uh, group. Yeah. yeah. Well, once again, thank you so much for coming in and, and taking uh, the time off from uh, wrangling all the cats and doing what you're doing. <laughs> we do appreciate it. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors.